Welcome in to week two of X106 Friday Take right here on KZOX LP Maryville. I am Lawson Hall, and Wyatt Bell has joined me. As always, we made it to week two. Yeah, we did, We man. did not get canceled. We did not. <laughs> Welcome to week two of X106 Friday Take. Coming up on the show today, we will be going back over last night's Thursday Night Football opener between the Ravens <clears throat> and the Bengals. We'll also give our week one overreactions on a Friday because that's what normally happens. And then later today, we'll make our week two picks. And if we have time at the end of the show, Northwest football, can they go 3-0 on family weekend against the Missouri Southern Lions? Glad you join us, making us a part of your day here on X106 Friday. Take KZOXLP Maryville or on the TuneIn radio app. So why last night, Thursday night football, Ravens and Bengals, we both went for the Ravens. That turned out very well because we forgot... There's a play on the Bengals that is kind of pretty good, and that's A.J. Green. Yeah, he went nuts last night, as did Andy Dalton. Um, the Bengals really, really surprised me last night. I didn't think they'd uh, explode like that, but they made easy work of that Ravens defense. Bengals put up 28 points in the first quarter. Dalton with three touchdowns. Three, yeah, three touchdowns in the first quarter, going 18 for 24 for 182. He slowed down the second half. Finishing with 24 for 42, 265, and four touchdowns. A.J. Green went off the entire first half, five receptions for only 69 yards, but those three touchdowns made a big difference in that one. The Bengals improved to 2 and 0. They are now the number one seed, no matter what happens in the AFC North heading into week three. And Joe Flacco struggled throughout the game. It didn't look, it looked like he was on a flow of whatever or not. Um, 32 for 30, 55, 376, two touchdowns, two picks. But he just looked awful on that long. That, deep, that D-line for Cincinnati is pretty dang good. And I, I, I've i said before that I think that Cincinnati might have the best defensive front in the league, um, and they put that on display last night. And I still think that Flacco, if he doesn't get, get it together, although he did get a pass for week one, he put up a lot of points. But I think if he continues to struggle, I don't think they'll have any problem putting Lamar Jackson in. Yeah, um, Jackson was in there mostly on wildcat formations, though he never threw a pass. Um, On a broadcast last night, Troy Aikman said that they're just getting him accustomed to this offense. Um, You can't get accustomed if you don't throw a pass. No, you can't. Don't throw a pass at all. (laughs) Um, If they continue to struggle... How many more games do you think it will take before Ravens fans call for Flacco's head? I think by week five, if he doesn't produce like on a consistent basis, I think by week five or week six, I have no doubt that they would be calling for Lamar Jackson at that point, if not earlier. What would be the perfect situation for Baltimore if that was the case then? If they if they don't go at least four and two in the first six weeks of the season. If they do anything less than that, I think I think Lamar Jackson takes over. And, and I think when he comes in, he's going to do just like Deshaun Watson did last year. Granted, Watson came in earlier, but I think that Lamar Jackson, with the talent that he has and with the explosiveness that he has, he can take, he can take the league by storm. I think he can. Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, Jackson is one of those rookies that, all of us thought we were going to be was going to be amazing heading into the NFL year. We didn't know if Flacco would be accustomed to that, um, but yeah, it's it's got to take some time. Um, you know, Flacco, he's been reliable in the past for for Baltimore, but ever since that Super Bowl, yeah, I I don't feel like he's been quite there. He hasn't. Um, 
And of course, that could, you know, overconfidence does a lot to your brain. It does. Um, <laughs> and maybe that could be it. Maybe it's just him thinking, okay, I've won a Super Bowl. I've done all of these things. Maybe it's time to give off the reins. Yeah, I mean, I think sometimes he feels like he has a pass because he has won a Super Bowl, and I think, I think he thinks that's his saving grace. But eventually, when you don't produce and don't get to the playoffs on a consistent basis, which the Ravens did before, um, I think that you got to make a change, and I don't see them making any hesitation and going to Lamar Jackson. Yeah, and Flacco, since that Super Bowl win, 56 touchdowns, 42 interceptions. Um, it hasn't been the greatest of roads for Joe. No. Um, but, you know, we'll, we'll never we'll never know what happens until then. Um, but, yeah. Uh, this this is going to be an interesting road for Joe. Um, we'll have to see where it goes from here. Um, but we go back to week one and our overreactions <laughs> from week one where we were on the board um, – I'll start off, um, of course, with the first one from week one. Um, Fitzmagic is for real. Yeah, Fitzmagic, um, man. We both picked Tampa to win three games. Yeah. I'm it doesn't look like that's going to be the case. Um, Fitzmagic was absolutely incredible for this game. 21 for 28, 417, four touchdowns. He absolutely went off on the Saints defense that never really gets going to, to start the year. No. Um, for New Orleans, Breeze went 37 for 45, 439, three touchdowns, 48 to 40 was the final. I tell you what, if if Fitz does what he does for the next two weeks and somehow before James comes back, mm-hmm. it goes three and one. James might have to sit. I I don't know if James gets his job back, especially if Fitz keeps playing like he did against the Saints. Yeah. And you rarely see teams put up a fight like that with the Saints uh, with the Saints offense. The Saints usually have the explosive offense that people have trouble keeping up with, but Drew Brees did Drew Brees' thing. He did a lot of stuff, and, and but the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, that might be one of my overreactions, is they are going to be better than three wins. Yeah, they're going to be way better than three wins. Um, yeah, we all expected them probably mic issues um, to to really struggle. We didn't think this would be a great offense. Um, we knew the defense would, would be suspect. Um, but, yeah, Tampa, that, that that surprised me. That was the biggest surprise from week one. Yeah. Um, As we move on to another overreaction, Jimmy Garoppolo finally struggles in week one against Minnesota. He did struggle, and it's his first loss as a starter in the NFL, and I think he looked vulnerable in that game, and I think that had a lot to do with Minnesota's defense being as good as they are. I still think Garoppolo will be fine, but I think he got a wake-up call against the Minnesota defense. Yeah, um, he struggled 15 for 33, 261, one touchdown, three picks. Um, We all knew Minnesota would be great this year. That offense is great. That defense is great. Um, San Francisco was a really good pick because we never seen him struggle. Um, And this was the first time seeing that, and it was not a great performance at all. No. Um, yeah, Garoppolo couldn't find a wide receiver. He doesn't have a wide receiver over 100 yards this game. Um, he distributed the ball quite well. He found six different receivers, but it, it 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 looked like he was just off his game. Yeah, he didn't look comfortable at all, um, which he usually does. Um, and this was the first time that I've seen him look 
that uncomfortable in the pocket and in general. He just did not look like he was settled in. And I think that's, you know, everybody knows when a quarterback's not comfortable, that's when they perform at their worst. So I think I think that showed for Garoppolo. And I think he'll I think he'll bounce back, but it was it was definitely a sign of weakness that we haven't seen out of him before. Another overreaction that everyone said that the Steelers are going to go 0 and 2 this week against against Kansas City. Um, that performance in Cleveland that that was atrocious to put it lightly. Abysmal. Um, five turnovers from Roethlisberger. Uh, that that's my overreaction. Is Big Ben is on the de- is on the decline. Um, he. He had five turnovers, three interceptions. I, I mean, I know we've seen him throw more picks in the past, but, but the, I mean, he just looked awful in that game. If, if Mayfield would have been in that game, would, they, would the Browns have would have won? I think he would have. Um, he, he's not afraid to throw the ball down the field. I think that's clear from everybody that's seen him. Um, Tyrod didn't play a terrible game, but he didn't play a good one. Um, and the Browns had every chance to win that game, and they didn't. So field goal late was blocked. Yeah. Browns being the Browns. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, Pittsburgh did not look good at all, and they had a month to prepare for this game, and it didn't look good. Um, another re- overreaction is that the Cowboys missed Des, they missed Jason Wynn, that the Cowboys are not going to be a playoff team for the third straight year. I don't think so, and I've always thought since seeing last year that Dak Prescott was a flash in the pan in 2016. I don't think he's as good as people think he is, and yeah, and I just don't see the Cowboys doing much, especially in that loaded NFC East. I really just don't see it. It, it Cam was fine, but Dak looked scared. He did that entire game. I, I love the Sky Cam angle on the broadcast. He he couldn't find anyone yeah. downfield. There was. Um, guys, 15, 20 yards downfield, he, he he didn't throw. He yeah. didn't, he, he, he looked scared. He did. He looked skittish in the pocket. He looked uncomfortable. He looked like he had no clue what he was doing. And and I'm I'm not against Dak Prescott. I, I think he's a good person, but I really don't think that he is as good as he showed in 2016. I think that had a lot to do with the situation that he was in. Um, I just don't see him leading this team to the playoffs. I don't. I think they're maybe second or third in the NFC East at best. Another overreaction, Alex Smith and Adrian Peterson are the right duo for Washington. Yeah, they, AP looked like he resurrected himself, and Alex Smith did what Alex Smith does and, and played ball control and, and threw the ball and got touchdowns and, and played smart football, and I think that's what Alex Smith does better than a lot of people. He, I mean, he may not take huge risks, but the man can – can produce and he can win football games for a team and I think he will be the difference for Washington this year I don't think Washington's a playoff team quite yet but I think Alex Smith can get them close um, and AP look, looked really good 21 for 30, 255 two touchdowns for Alex Smith Buffalo oh my Nathan Peterman experiment is over. It's over. It's done. No, not even. Don't even give it a second. Third thought, I should say. <laughs> uh, he was terrible, to say the least. And Josh Allen wasn't given much of a chance to succeed. In when that you game. go into forty to nothing, yeah. I mean. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> you can't. You can't expect much out of Josh Allen off the bench. And I don't. I. Th- I think it, nobody's going to take that uh, Josh Allen performance with a grain of salt because I think that was just thrown into a bad situation he'll start this week and i think he'll do fine honestly but i don't think the bills 
that's an overreaction of mine. I picked them as a playoff team. I don't see that anymore. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Um, we'll go into a little bit later in the show. Um, Jacksonville shuts mm-hmm. down this supposed high offense of New York Giants. Yeah, Jacksonville looks good. I've I I'm high on them. Uh, I know you're not so high on them, but I I still think they're a good team. I think they're going to be just as good as they were last year. But this week we'll see. They're playing New England, so does that say does that game say more about Jacksonville or New York that they still couldn't move the ball even with the hundred million dollar man OBJ? Uh, I think it shows that Eli is maybe on the decline too. Um, I think that I think they may need to be starting to look in a, in a different direction at the quarterback position. I don't think Eli's unable to do anything, but OBJ should be able to to move the ball a little bit and and that that offense. Saquon looked good. Yeah. He did. But the offense in a whole, not really. Is this an overreaction? Uh, Mahomes to Hill is for real. Oh, it's for real. Yeah. I think it's definitely for real. That's not an overreaction at all. I think Patrick Mahomes proved himself as a, as very capable against that Chargers defense. And not a bad Chargers defense either. They got a pretty good D, and Mahomes lit him up. So... I said this at the beginning of the year. You have to beat Kansas City to make me pick you for the division. Yeah. You might want to take your Charger 10 yeah. pick back. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. You, you just have to beat them nine straight times now at home where it was basically a road game for you where that stadium was all Chief fans. Oh, you look at the camera that, angles in that game and it was all red. Yeah, that Tyreek Hill picture thrown up the deuce. Heading down there, all chief is behind him, just screaming and yelling. Um, but you, you have to be Kansas City. Andy Reid is in love with Mahomes. He's giddy over him, and you you have to beat this team in order for me to pick you. And the Chargers are going to Charger mm-hmm. like they always do to start the year. They're going to start off slow. They're going to come back later in the year. They're not going to make the playoffs. Nope, they're going to do what they do. I I mean, I'm taking a look at my pick, and I, I think you're right. I think they're going to start slow. They're going to end hot, but they're going to fall short of the playoffs again. And, and it's been four years since they've beat the Chiefs. I, I mean, that says it all right there. Four, four and a half. Four and a half years since they've beat the Chiefs. That's just... You can't win the division if you can't beat the top dog. So I I think that's my overreaction. The Chargers are probably not going to win the AFC West this year. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is a god. Is that an overreaction? Uh, no. I think he's <laughs> uh, I mean, he is a bad man, and that's why they call him the bad man. He came back and, and tore the hearts out of the Bears like he's done his whole career. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's made an act of that, and he continued that, that trend. <laughs> last week so I think Aaron Rodgers has the Bears number but I do think the Bears are an improved team this year they definitely are um John Gruden just looks stupid now oh man that was a Khalil Mack went off oh he went crazy talk game. about a debut uh, a pick six return for a touchdown a strip sack re- recovered fumble four sacks he's I mean he's the biggest defensive disruptor in the league and he has more touchdowns than Oakland's quarterback. So, yeah. I mean, that's that should, tell you, should tell you more right there. Sam Donald is for real overreaction. Is that? No. I think, I mean, he started with the pick. But I think when uh, when it was said, I think I read somewhere that the coach told him not to not to blink an eye after that pick. And he just, he didn't. He just went nuts. I think he's going to be a good quarterback in the league. I really do. Don on game, 16 for 21, 198, two touchdowns, that one awful interception to start the game. Yeah. The last one to end week one. 
John Gruden doesn't know what he's doing. John Gruden overreaction. John Gruden inherited a disaster in Oakland. I think, especially it's not a disaster if you have a franchise quarterback. Though. I mean, it's not a disaster so much. You do have Derek Carr, and I think he's a really good quarterback. But he looked he looked lost in that game against the Rams. But I mean, the Rams defense is loaded. I mean, it's hard to move the ball against that that defense. But John Gruden, I don't know what he's doing out there. And it ta- it capped it all off with Mac going away. That was just horrible. Los Angeles didn't play their starters throughout the entire preseason. It took them a half to get going. Mm-hmm. Um, Goff went off in the second half. Gurley went off in the second half. The first 25 plays looked good for Oakland. But, of course, every team's first 25 plays will look good. Um, yeah, Chucky's in trouble. He is. Um, Ten-year deal, $100 million. That's just absurd. He's going to have to figure it out quick. Or else, yeah. I mean. um, they're preparing for Vegas. They that's are. The, that's the message I got from this week. They, they don't care about Oakland. I, I have no clue where they're going to play next year because that lease on Oda, Oda Coliseum is up mm-hmm. after this year. So where are they going to play? It's a good question. Um, um, they're preparing for Vegas for sure. Um, poorest owner league. The GMs on the hot seat. This this is just a mess. It is, and I I think it's a shame for the Oakland fans that they've had a franchise like that 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 they've loved for so many years, and they're just leaving them for Las Vegas, and they they don't seem to care about about being in Oakland this year, and it just yeah. it's a shame for their fans. Um, they come out and support that team no matter what, and it doesn't look like that team cares. So. Yeah, um, that seems to be the case. Um, that was overreactions week one, but now we got to go back and see if we want to revise any of our selections for the AFC and NFC playoffs. Patriots, I think, are locked. They're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. We both have Pittsburgh at eleven and five. I don't know if they'll go eleven and five now. Um, yeah, I think ten and six maybe. They're uh, going to start oh one and one. I think. Yeah. Or yeah, I guess they have a tie now, so they won't they won't have a regular record. But no. I don't I don't know. Pittsburgh's not as good as they thought they were. I don't think. I think we'll see a lot this week. The Chiefs will give them a test. That's the biggest game of the week, in my opinion. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, Chargers, you have them at ten six. I don't know about that now. I think maybe <laughs> eight and eight, nine and seven. I don't think they win the West now. I think the Chiefs have that. Um, therefore, that bounces. Uh, that's adding a playoff team to my pick. I didn't have the Chiefs in unless they got a wild card, uh, or unless they won the division, which I think they will now. So that maybe changes my perspective on Buffalo. I might put the Chargers in as a wild card um, and bounce Buffalo. I don't think Buffalo gets in. I have the Colts at 9-7. Um, they faced a good Cincy team last week. Um, that Cincy team is for real. Um they won't get above Pittsburgh, I don't think. I, I don't think they'll get above anyone no. else in that division. Um, but, yeah, Andrew Luck looked like Andrew Luck coming back from two years rest. Yeah, he did. Um, slow start, as always. I got him at 9-7. I still think they're going to be fine. Um, yeah, it, was, it wasn't It was a great game for Andrew. It wasn't a great game for that defense. No. Um, I mean, no. he did go 39 for 53 through a lot of passes. Yeah. Um, just to get back Three, in the rhythm. 319 yards, two touchdowns. Of course, he did throw a pick, but he looked he looked okay considering two years rest. I mean, that's that's not a bad line for yeah. for two years off. So, 
So we both have the Texans at ten. Well, you have the Texans at ten six. I have them at nine and seven. Is there any concern after that Patriot game? No, I think they played the Patriots a tough game. I don't think they're at the level to beat the Patriots quite yet. But I don't. I'm not. I'm not shying away from the Texans. They played a good game. So we both have the Bills at six. Um, obviously, it's not going to work out now. No. Um, who gets bumped out from your for the Buffalo Bills and your AFC playoff predictions? I think the Bills bounce out of the playoffs, and therefore that either puts in maybe Indianapolis if they if they do something in the in the AFC South, and then I think the Chargers will squeak in there. I I, I really do. Cincinnati looks good. They do. They they look really good. Yeah. Um. Last night impressed me. Andy Dalton wasn't afraid of primetime games anymore. Um, since he looked good, um, they, would I be a wild card team near the Texans? I don't know. Um, but as of right now, they're my sixth seed. They, they look good. They look great. Over to the NFC now. <clears throat> and it looks like the only one we have so far is the Saints at 12-4. and four. That's what you have in my half at 10-6. I think the Saints are are okay as long as they don't give up 48 points to the Buccaneers. <laughs> um, they did that, though. Yeah, I think uh, I think the Saints' offense is fine. They got Drew Brees. They're always high-powered. I think their defense is suspect at best now, but I think I think they'll be okay. I don't know if they'll go 12-4 and four now, but I do think they'll be right in the hunt for the or NFC South. I still I still believe that. Yeah, they'll, they'll be fine that division. Um, the other one we have is San Francisco. You have them at 9-7. I have them at 10-6. Are they still a playoff team? Um, it'll all depend on if Garoppolo bounces back after a bad, bad week one. Um, it's all about Jimmy G, honestly. They're, they ride or die by him. Um, if Jimmy G doesn't perform, San Francisco doesn't get doesn't get anywhere close to the playoffs. If Jimmy G does perform, then they have they have a good chance. But it's all about him. It is all about him. All right, week one overreactions and our revised NFC and AFC playoff outlook. Coming up, we'll pick week two of the NFL season right here on KCLX LP Maryville. Back here at Friday Take, X106, KZLX, FM.com, and a tune-in radio app. Austin Hall, Wyatt Bell, back with you for X106 Friday Take. Time for our Week 2 picks, and our Brinkham series begins this week. Last night, we both picked Baltimore. That was wise. Um, they <laughs> fell from Cincinnati, 34-23. We now begin Week 2 with Kansas City at Pittsburgh, the best game in my opinion the weekend because we get to see two stories unfold if Pittsburgh goes to 0-1-1 I guess um, they're in trouble if King, oh, yeah. Kansas City improves to 2-0 we'll know that they're one of the top teams in the AFC now and if Kansas City finally breaks that curse of finally mm-hmm. being Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh I, I know the recent history in the Chiefs and Steelers matchups and it's not good but uh, yeah, the Steelers have owned the Chiefs in the recent memory, but I think the Chiefs looked fantastic in the Patrick Mahomes debut of yeah. the of the, uh, the Patrick Mahomes experiment. Uh, I don't think it's an experiment anymore. I think it's a legit thing. Um, they put rocket boosters on that thing. It's, yeah. it's going to go. I mean, he went 15 for 27, 256 yards and four touchdowns. So I think they I think they take it this week in Pittsburgh. Um, Steelers looked awful against the Browns, especially Big Ben. 
five turnovers is just not going to get it done, especially against the Chiefs with that offense that they have. They're not the Browns. Um, the, the Chiefs' defense allowed 12 points in three quarters against a high-powered Charger offense. Yeah. Yeah, we're overreacting that they weren't good. At 12 points in three quarters against that that's solid. offense, that's pretty dang good. That's solid. Um, Bob Sunwin prevent after the third, which obviously you want to do Yeah. Um, to, to get that win. Um, yeah, if if Mahomes does what Mahomes did, yeah, they'll get that curse out of the window. They'll improve the two and zero, and they'll be one of the top teams in the AFC. I got Kansas City as well. Yep. Dolphins and Jets. Dolphins coming off that marathon game against Tennessee, where Pat Lightning kept striking and striking. Yeah, that was crazy. Foxway <laughs> went to one camera angle for like an hour. Dolphins and Jets. Uh, I got the Jets. Um, I I liked what Darnold looked like after that horrible interception to start the game. He looked really good after that. They put up a lot of points on the on the Lions defense. Um, Darnold looked good. Um, I have absolutely no confidence in Ryan Tannehill or the Dolphins. So I've got I've got the Jets in this one. I got the Jets as well. Um, they looked amazing week one. Um, of course, that Matt Patricia defense did not look great. Um, for no, Detroit, not at all. Um, but again, I don't trust Ryan Tannehill. I don't trust this Dolphin front office. Um, Jets easily. Eagles and Bucks, um, two one and O teams, two surprising one and O teams possibly. Mm-hmm. Um, with the Eagles and Buccaneers, Carson Wentz still out to Week Five possibly, according to Schefter. Um, it's Eagles and Bucks, a battle of surprise one and O teams. I think this should be interesting. I really do. Uh, I got the Eagles, but um, I do think the Bucks surprised a lot of people last week. Um, I I was really surprised by what I saw out of Fitzpatrick or Fitzmagic. I mean, he does this every now and then, though. He has incredible starts to the to the year, and then he fades away. But twenty one for twenty eight for four seventeen and four touchdowns isn't a bad performance at all. That's a really good performance, and. I still think the Phillies Philly wins this, but uh, wrong team again. Yeah, yeah the wrong <laughs> team again. I think Philly wins this, um, but the Bucks are not as bad as people thought they were going to be. I got Tampa. Yeah. Um, that Nick Foles offense throughout the first five weeks of this year, including the preseason, have not looked great. No. Have not looked good at all. Um, this Buck defense is for real. Um, I think Priest is just that good. Um, I got Tampa with the upset. I think there's going to be a lot of rumors swirling now of if Winston's ever going to come back after yep. this game. Um, there's going to be rumors swirling if they're going to bring Carson Wentz back early um, as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I got Tampa in this game. I think they'll improve the 2-0, and and I think they will be atop the NFC South. Not a bad pick. Browns and Saints, both teams <laughs> coming off poor performances that we expected much higher of them coming into to, into the year. Um, surprisingly, I'm going to take Cleveland in this. I think you just said the Saints would be fine. I I still think the Saints will be fine. Zero and two is fine. No, it's not. But I think the Saints are are capable of recovering from that. But I think Cleveland is is high off of that uh, that, that tie with the Steelers. I think that's the. I mean, honestly literally the best start they've had since 2004 and it wasn't even a win which tells you something uh, i think i mean the saints gave up 48 points last week i don't think they'll give up that many to the browns not even close but the browns are riding high off of that i think they can win 
Um, I'm going to pick Cleveland, but I would not be surprised if the Saints blow them out of the water, honestly. Okay, first in Saudi, you're delusional. Um, <laughs> it's Drew Brees in his high-powered offense against a pretty dang good Browns defense. But I'm high on Cleveland as well. I picked him to win eight games. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it, it, it's Drew Brees. It's this great Saints offense with Kamara's going to go off, I think. And the Superdome. Um, I got New Orleans handily. Mm-hmm. I don't think. Of course, I had Pittsburgh handily last week as well. Um, yeah, uh, I don't I don't see a way Cleveland wins this game. Mm-hmm. They might tie it again. <laughs> they might. Um <laughs> Who knows? But, yeah, I got New Orleans in this one. Yeah. Redskins and Colts. Um, Redskins looking good with that Smith and Peterson duo. Andrew Luck coming off a almost two-year absence. Did not look great. Took him a while to get going. One and no Redskins, own one Colts. I'm taking the Redskins in this one. I think although Andrew Luck did look decent, solid last week, I guess you could say, in his, in his two-year return, um, I think Alex Smith was nearly flawless in his debut at the Redskins. Um, went for 255 and two touchdowns with no picks. Um, Alex Smith, he just wins, and I think the Redskins are gonna are gonna beat the Colts this week. I got Indy. Um, I think Andrew Luck will recover. Um, I think he'll look a lot better. Um, yeah, I mean, there's. It's, you, I don't bet against Andrew Luck. I've learned this over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, you just don't bet against him. Um, he looked, I knew he looked rocky week one. I knew he would. Um, he'll come back week two, and he'll put on a performance. I think with T.Y. Holden in that backfield. I got Indy in that one. At Washington, Chargers and Bills, both coming off very disappointing performances. At home, 0-1 Chargers, 0-1 Bills. Uh, Chargers are going to get this one done. The Bills look awful, to say the least. I don't know how. I don't know what Josh Allen will do. Um, I think he he can't be worse than Nathan Peterman was. No. Um, but I don't think Josh Allen's going to just walk right in and and beat the Chargers. I really don't. I think the Chargers have a good defense, although they gave up 38 to the Chiefs last week. Um, Chargers got a good pass rush. They've got a solid defense all around. Philip Rivers, he'll he'll use his targets to to put some points up on the Bills defense, and I just don't see them. I don't see the Bills winning this. I got the Chargers. I, I don't think Josh Allen is ready yet. No, I don't think he is. But they don't have a better option. Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. Um, I think it was a mistake for Buffalo to trade Tyrock. Mm-hmm. He fit that system very well. Um, I just don't think he's ready. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what that's why Buffalo started Nathan. Um, I don't think he's ready yet. Um, it's got to take time, of course. But you're throwing him into the fire against a very good Charger defense. I mean, you that can't. That are mad against. Yeah. Mah- that put up 38 against Mahomes. Yeah, you can't expect. Well, I mean, Nathan Peterman probably wasn't ready either last week. but He's never I mean, ready. No. <laughs> but that's that goes back to your point. They should have kept Tyrod Taylor and let, and let Josh Allen groom under Tyrod. Yeah. I mean, that would have been the best thing to do, and they, they made a big mistake, I think, getting rid of him. So We both got, San, uh, not San Diego, it's, it's going to take time to get accustomed <laughs> to that. Uh, we both got Los Angeles in that one. Vikings-Packers, best NFC game of the week, in my opinion. Rodgers on one leg. We don't know if he's going to play on that. <laughs> but if anyone, um, the Charger, uh, Vikings head coach Mike Zimmer said he's going to walk on water. I think he'll play. Yeah. Vikings-Packers. Uh, I got the Vikings. Um, 
I know it's at I think it's at Green Bay if I'm right I think I am yeah um, it is but I still think um, I think that Vikings defense puts too much pressure on Aaron especially if Aaron plays he's going to be injured I think that Vikings defense puts a lot of pressure on him rattles him a little bit although it's hard to rattle Aaron Rodgers regardless of the situation but I think the I think the Vikings get it done I think Cousins does does well against that Packers defense I think it'll be close I do but I don't think that the Packers win this one. I got, I got Minnesota. I'm starting not to doubt Aaron Rodgers anymore. Yeah, um, that's hard. You can't doubt Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and um, Landry, who went in for Aaron, didn't look good at all. Um, it, it, it depends on if Aaron plays or not. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a game time decision. Um, he looked fine mm-hmm. out there um, with a week of rest. I think he'll be okay to go out there. Um, I'm picking Green Bay. Um, they're on a major high right now. Um, coming off that fantastic comeback against Chicago, um, I'm starting not to doubt Aaron, and he has not let me down since. Never. Um, so I'm taking Green Bay in this one. Right. Panthers Falcons at Atlanta. Owen one Falcons got off to a rough start against Super Bowl champion Eagles. Panthers with a great win over the Cowboys. I like the Panthers in this one. Um, and Atlanta's a good team, but I, I like the Panthers. The Panthers have uh, have had a pretty good pretty good streak in that division over the last three or four years. They've been real solid, and I, I think the Panthers win this one. Cam is doing what Cam does, running over people. Um, his throwing is suspect sometimes. His passes are suspect, but... I mean, I think this is a close game, but I think the Panthers pull it out. Yeah, I think um, Atlanta, uh, Atlanta doesn't have the offense. Um, last night, A.J. Green caught three touchdowns. That's all Julio had last year combined. Yeah. Um, and he's the best receiver in football. Yeah, that that, that should never happen. Um, I think Matt Ryan's overrated after the MVP year. Yeah. Um, I, I don't see... How Atlanta faces a great offense in Carolina and a great defense as well. Keekley's still back there. He's one of the best game managers on defense in the NFL. Oh, yeah. Um, I got the Panthers in this one as well. I think they're going to run away with it, actually. Yep. Texans-Titans. A weird game for Tennessee. They had seven hours in Miami. On again, off again, on again, off again. Yeah, it's... Um, it, It was weird. It, it was. was very weird. i never seen that before. Um, Deshaun Watson coming off a rough game at New England. Who takes this one at Tennessee? Houston. Um, I think Houston's got this one. There's not much debate, honestly, in my opinion. Um, Watson and the Texans, they put up a decent performance in New England. They played the Patriots tough. Um, I mean, I know Watson didn't look great, but Marcus Mariota looked absolutely horrible in that game. Um against the Dolphins, and that's the Dolphins. Well, you can't blame them for that. No, I mean... I mean, when you have a seven-hour game with yeah. two long breaks, it's... it's It is. It's tough. But Mariota, I've never been real high on him. I, I never have, and I don't... Unless he shows me something extraordinary, I probably won't, but I don't think they get that win this week. I think Houston's going to win this one and, and go to one and one Yeah, Houston's mad. Um, yeah. They played poorly when they should have played really better. Um, against that future New England offense, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Houston's mad. Um, I Tennessee looks look, just looked rattled. They did that entire game, and I don't blame them at all. No. Um, 
will that continue to week two? I think so. Um, that was one of the strangest games I've ever seen. This is weird. And I don't know if they'll come back from that at all. So I got Houston as well just because of the fatigue and weirdness effect of that Dolphin game. Yep. First 3 o'clock game of the day, Cardinals and Rams. Mm-hmm. Los Angeles off a great win over Chucky and the Raiders in week one. The Cardinals, not so good. Uh, not one as well. The Rams' defense is just insanely good, and I think that's an understatement. Um, and, I mean, I don't think I need to say any more than that. They're they're loaded on defense, and uh, I don't think it's much of a competition this week against the Cardinals. Um, I mean, I don't think Sam Bradford's going to do anything. No, he didn't do anything. No, he's not going to do anything, and that's why I think that I don't really, I don't think he's got much of a leash, honestly. I think Rosen's going to be in by week five. Yeah. But... Um, but the Rams' defense is just too good. Their offense is good. Um, there's not much of a competition. I think the Rams easily win this game. They're out of preseason mode. Yeah. Um, this offense looks great in the second half. That was The first half was a preseason, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't play under starters. Um, they looked great the second half against a putrid um, Oakland defense. Um, Bradford's going to get demolished in this game. He is. He, this Rams' defense is great. Um, they're stacked everywhere you look. Oh, yeah. Um, that D-line's terrifying. Those corners are terrifying, especially with Peters added on to that. And to leave. Um, yeah. Yeah. What's new? Yeah. Um, going to get demolished. I think Rosen will go in the second half and just pray. He does a good performance. <laughs> yeah. Um, Bradford wasn't the option. They knew that. That's why they drafted Josh Rosen. Mm-hmm. Um, Rams take this one handily. At yeah. their first game back in Los Angeles. Lions and 49ers, um, two teams we both had high expectations for, but they both underwhelmingly performed. Lions Monday night against the Jets, San Francisco against Minnesota, both on one teams trying to come back at San Francisco. Uh, I don't think it's an understatement to say that um, Matt Patricia's head coaching debut for the Lions was just horrible. Yeah. Um, that defense looked really bad. And he's, I mean, he's a defensive-minded coach, and I just, that was horrible. And I do think the Lions will perform better this week. I really do. I think I think uh, Stafford will, will do fine with that offense and stuff, and I don't think that defense will be nearly as bad. But is going to bounce back from a from a shaky week one start, um, and I think the I think the Niners get this one. First loss for Shanahan and Garoppolo as a pain. Um, I don't see another loss coming with this one. No. Um, Shanahan's a quarterback whisperer. Um, he made RG three look like a stud his rookie year mm-hmm. um, in Washington. Um, I think San Francisco takes this one handily. Mm-hmm. Um, that that off defense man is bad. That. As bit. apparently a Bill Belichick defensive wizard, he was not that day at all. No. Raiders Broncos. Um, Broncos coming off a somewhat okay win against a flat Seattle team. Mm-hmm. Um, Raiders <clears throat> coming off a very Raider-like <throat> loss against the Rams of LA. Mm-hmm. Um, Raiders 1-0 at Denver. I'm taking the Broncos. Uh the Raiders are a mess. I mean, and although Case Keenum threw three picks for his, for the Broncos' debut, but he also threw three touchdowns. Um, I think Keenum has no problem with this 
abysmal secondary that the Raiders have. Um, and I don't think Carr is going to perform well against that still solid Denver defense that's never faltered. That really. defense has never changed. No, and I think the Broncos get this one. So I'm going to take Denver, too. Um, the Raiders' first 25 plays look great on paper and on the field, but after that, they just look dysfunctional. Mm-hmm. Um, they're preparing for Vegas, like we both said earlier in the show. Um, I don't see any reason why this Bronco defense can get under Carr's head. Um, I think everyone's seen the light now after that Monday night performance for Derek Carr, um, that he might have been overrated a little by a lot. Um, I think Denver hands this one single-handedly, mm-hmm. wins this one single-handedly, um, running away with it. I think you're right. Best 325 game of the day, Patriots at Jacksonville. Um, we don't know anything about Hurricane Florence yet. Um, it's already hit. It's supposed to miss the entire Florida coast, um, but we don't know if this game is going to go ahead or not. Um, of course, late minute decision by NFL as always. Um, Patriots coming off a great week one performance against Deshaun Watson's Texans. Jacksonville off a very good performance in week one against a very, very not good giant defense. Not at all. Um, I'm taking probably the unpopular pick, but I'm taking the Jaguars in the AFC Championship rematch. I do still think the Jags are the real deal. I, I know you're not as high on them as I am. I think they're, I think they're the real deal. Their defense is stout. Um, I mean, Blake Bortles, it's all about him. He's either going to lead them to the promised land or he's going to he's gonna bury them. So I think it really hinders on how Bortles plays. And I just I think they can win this one. Um, and if they do win this, I think it solidifies them as a, as a, as a top team in the AFC. Brady's got a struggle. Um, his only weapon's Gronk. It is. The first four weeks. It's just... Um, that's it. Yeah, that's basically it for Brady. Um, he's got to struggle. This Jaguar defense has been amazing the last two years. Um, like you said, like you said, it all relies on Blake Portals. Um, that's the issue. It is the issue. It's a big um, issue. <laughs> it's a major issue because we have no confidence in Blake. We don't know what he's going to be able to do. Um, Patriot defense. It's it's worse in years. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know. I think they're at their weakest that they've been in a long time. It, it, it's especially Patricia, Patricia gone. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the worst defense Bill Belichick has had in multiple years. Oh. I'm going to take the Patriots just because it's Tom Brady. Yeah. Um, that's the only reason. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not high on either of these teams, especially with Edelman out the first four weeks. Mm. Um, I'm just taking the Pats because it's Tom flipping Brady, and <laughs> I never doubt him. Nope, same as Rodgers. You never doubt him. Sunday night or Giants-Cowboys, both teams looked not good at week one. Not good. At Jerry World. I think the Giants are going to win this one. I think they'll bounce back from not a great week one. Uh, OBJ and Re- Eli, I think they'll rekindle their connection after being apart last year because of OBJ's injury. But uh, I think a bright thing you can take out of week one for the Giants is Saquon Barkley looked like the real deal. Yeah. He did. He ran all over that defense, um, busted a loose, a real long run. I think Saquon's the real deal. I think he'll uh, I think he'll have his way with the Cowboys defense. Um, Dak was a flash in the pan in 2016, and you'll never convince me otherwise until he does something. So I think the Giants win this one at Jerry World. 
this giant defense isn't great. No, it's not. Um, again, like you said, Dak may struggle once again. Um, but I, I don't know. Um, I'm taking the Giants as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think OBJ, OBJ and Eli will find a connection. Um, once again, um, I don't trust Dak now. No. Not after last week. Now to look rattled and... Um, Jason Garrett is now on the hot seat, in my opinion. He's he should have been on the hot seat a while ago. Last I think. year, yeah. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah, I don't I don't trust this Cowboy offense. I don't trust this defense. Um, the offensive line, which was touted as the best in football for years, now looks horrible. It doesn't look. I good. don't know what the heck happened there. Um, but yeah, um, Zeke isn't going, isn't getting going, and when that happens, the Cowboy offense seems to just fall flat on its face. Yeah, because it's putting everything on Dak, and I don't think he can handle that. He can't handle it. Um, Landon Collins had a quote, if we just force Zach to throw the ball, we'll win. Mm-hmm. Um, that's pretty accurate. That's pretty accurate, apparently. Um, Monday night, our final game of Week 2, Seahawks and Bears, both teams coming off major disappointments of Week 1, especially Chicago. Um, against that rattled god of Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Um, first game back at home for Chicago. Um, I'll go first. I don't trust Smith. I don't like Mitchell Trubisky. No? I, 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 I don't. Um, I feel like he was way overrated. I think Kansas City has on me. I think Houston has on me. I, think, I don't know still to this day. I don't know why Chicago traded up to get Mitch. Um, the Seahawks offense, though, doesn't. It, it, it's its worst it, as it's ever been under Pete Carroll mm-hmm. and Russell Wilson. Legion's um, gone. Yeah, Legion's gone. This defense is not great. Um, I'm going to take the Bears in a very low-scoring game just because of the defense. I I love this defense for it's, Chicago. It's, <laughs> this Chicago defense looks great. Um, and it looks like every year Chicago has a great defense. Yeah. I'm taking the Bears. I'm going to take the Bears, too. You got Roquan Smith, you got Danny Trevathan, and you got Khalil Mack on your, on your defense. They're Oof. insane pass rushers. Their defense is solid. I'm, I'm not high on Mitch Trubisky either. I don't, I don't know much about him, really. I, I think he's okay, but he's nothing out of this world. Um, he does have some weapons now with, uh, with Robinson. Um, He's got uh, Cohen and he's got um, Howard in the backfield, but uh, I think the Bears win this. I, I just, that Seattle defense is just not there anymore. And, that offense isn't there. I mean, you got Russell Wilson still, and you can't ever count that guy out. But I mean, but they're just not the same Seattle team. I think it's all changed after that Super Bowl. It's just never been the same yeah. since. And I'm taking the Bears in this one. All right, that was week two. Um, predictions for week three. Here's what I am hoping will happen. Um, Tyrod will struggle again, and we get Donald Bake- Baker Thursday night. <laughs> Baker Mayfield. That would be that would be a great matchup to watch. It would be yeah. curious, but it would be a fun matchup to watch. It would be. Um, yeah, I I don't know if that will happen or not. Um, I think Baker's ready. I think he is. Um, I think he's the most ready of any, of well, other than Darnold maybe. but Yeah, yeah. Darnold, yeah. that's great. Yeah. Um, week three predictions after week two. Um, I think the I think the Chiefs go 2-0 and and beat the Steelers. Um, I think that's the biggest biggest thing I've got. Um, week three is going to be interesting. I, I really think it Against will be. San Francisco? Yeah, I think it is home opener. Mahomes going to be starting at home. For the first time in his career, um, 
I think that's going to be huge. And it'll all it'll all depend on how San Francisco does this week. I think uh, it's going to be big, though. Not an easy game. No, um, like we said first show last week, um, if Kansas City goes three and one against this tough stretch that they're on to begin the year, I think they're a lock in the playoff team because that second half looks easy um, for them. Yeah, that was week two of X106 Friday Take. However, you enjoyed us, whether you're listening on the radio or via KCLXFM.com on a TuneIn Radio app. We thank you so much for joining us or listening to us on a podcast that will be up when you are listening to this as well. So for Wyatt Bell, I'm Austin Hall. Thank you so much for joining us. Week 2 of X106 Friday Take. Same time next week, 11 o'clock, we will go back over Week 2, make our Week 3 predictions. Enjoy Family Weekend here at Northwest Missouri State University. Bearcats take on the Missouri Southern Lions tomorrow. So for Wyatt Bell, I'm Austin Hall. We will see you next week here on X106 Friday Take.